Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Paula Furman. And I'm Jackie Palm. Today, we're going to talk about New Year's themes versus resolutions. A New Year's theme versus having resolutions. So, like, resolutions, when I think of New Year's resolutions, I think of, like, these really, like, kind of sometimes, like, lofty goals that people mm-hmm. set for themselves um, about... You know, like, I'm going to go to the gym six times a week, and I'm going to lose 25 pounds, and I'm going to... Be consistent every day. Right, and I'm going to... And eat healthy. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm never going to touch a donut again, or... Like, just like these, like, really kind of lofty things that are not necessarily super attainable. I think sometimes people do it, but most of the time, like, people will stick to resolutions for maybe, like, a couple weeks, and then, like, they're a couple weeks in, and they're like, you know what? Six days is too much. I can't go to the gym that much. Or like um, I gotta... people. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I, you know, you get a cold, and then you can't go. Or and it interrupts like the whole thing. Yeah, and then, it, and then you feel sad that you didn't do it and and then you're like shaming yourself or whatever not saying that that's how that works for everybody no but some people actually commit to it and it actually works for them that's fine but my my thing is always like what is your motivation behind getting it done because like sometimes I think when people achieve those things they kind of have to shame themselves and like pressure themselves into doing it sometimes not everyone but I think a lot of the time you'll you hear people talk about like if I don't do this like you know I'm lazy or something like that like you're like and I'll be a failure if I don't do it so that's why I have to do it versus like I want to do this for me because I feel good about it and it's something that I want and it's something that's good for me for X, Y, and Z, not because other people are doing it or because other people think I should do it or whatever, which I think can be the motivation behind that stuff sometimes. So my thing with themes, I started doing themes in like 2019, I guess, as a part of like where I was at, like in therapy. And so like for 2019, I did authenticity and so, like, I pick a word and I focus on the word in, like, all aspects of that word. So, like, I will look at authenticity and then not just, like, how does that show up for me? What do I want that to look like? How does that show up for other people? And just, like, kind of, like, stay curious about it, like, throughout the year. And I've actually, like, learned a lot by doing that instead of, like, setting, like, big goals, I guess. Um, so 2019, I did authenticity. 2020 was intentionality, which kind of got sidelined by the pandemic. And then 2021 was rest and like what that looked like. And I feel like everything runs together. And then 2022 was uh, like peace like what peace looks like and now for 2023 for me I am focusing on the word balance and I'm going to see how that shows up because I have um a couple different projects I would say I'll call them projects (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I am am working on 
And I want to make sure that I don't throw myself too hard into one thing. And so I'm trying to see like what that looks like. And also, like I've talked about before, like living life in extremes, like one one extreme or the other. And so just trying to like find like not a neutral space, but like a a balanced, content space that I haven't really been super familiar with. So I'm curious to see how that will play out. But that's what I like to do because I feel like it is more encompassing. Like there's a lot more to do with it and it's not, and you learn a lot, but there's not necessarily like this like big goal other than like learning more about yourself Mm. and other people really too. So in reality, it's almost like you find the true definition for yourself of the words that you are interested in, in a way. Yeah. Like your definition of it too. Like, you know, like because for me, like, I guess it's kind of like things we talked about before. Things we say more than we practice. Yeah. Because it's just common to say them. Yeah. But then when you actually practice them. It's, like, something that you're, like, teaching yourself every year. Yeah. So, like, I would say, like, so for intentionality, like, my goal behind that was, like, it used to be really easy for me to say, like, oh, like, we should get together sometime. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, like, definitely, like, let's make that happen, whatever. But, like, I don't, not that my my thoughts weren't good behind it, but there Mm -hmm. wasn't a lot of action behind it sometimes because I would say it because it sounded nice but you didn't feel it but I didn't necessarily feel it one or like two kind of like knew that it was gonna (laughs) fall Mm -hmm. through at some point so like it felt like the right thing to say whatever so when I paid attention to that for myself it was like you know if somebody says to me hey we should meet for lunch then I say Okay, if I want to do it, if I if I am on that same page of like wanting to meet for lunch, Mm -hmm. then I say, yes, I would love to meet for lunch. Let's put a date on the calendar right now. Not like a I'll text you or I'll call you or I'll look at my calendar and I'll get back to you. Like, no, like if we're making plans, we're making plans right now. (laughs) And then we're going to because I feel like that's easier to like follow through with than like saying like oh yeah I'll catch up with you later because it's like really easy to get sidetracked by a bunch of other stuff and then not worry about it so that was so I paid attention to that when I was having those conversations with people I was like what do I actually want to do it am I being people pleasing in this moment you know what do I actually intend to follow through with whatever it is and it wasn't necessarily like just making plans like it could be I mean that that applies to like a lot of things right so so it 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 applies to a lot of stuff and so I feel like I learned a lot by also watching other people Mm. to see like are they gonna say to me hey let's get together and do they not really have the intention Mm. of also following through with that and you just kind of like Feel the flow in a way. Feel the flow to that. Um, And I know that's like a touchy one for people because I think they have good intentions. Mm -hmm. But if there's no follow through, 
it mm, it kind of tends to mean less. And I mean that for myself, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's something um, that you talk about for yourself as well. Right. You know, I mean, I feel like we all do it. Right. So it's just been interesting to me that, like, when you focus in on those words in their very, like, all-encompassing way for others, for yourself, for how it shows up in the world, how it shows up at work, how it shows up in different relationships or whatever that you have, I, th- I think it makes it really interesting. <laughs> and you can, mm-hmm. you have the potential to, like, learn quite a bit about yourself, about other people, about what you want. And, like, kind of, like, for me, I think a big part of, like, the word focus is trying to sort out what my value system is and what I want it to look like. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like we should all do that. <laughs> no way. I myself, I'm going through like more of like a mental change kind of thing. So yeah, I was that person who would be like, "New Year, new me," and like <laughs> start a diet and like disappoint myself a little bit later because then, you know, life happens and I you know lose track of what I'm doing. This year, I'm more of like. I know that there's a year time span, you know? Yeah. And that, like, but, like, what exactly does that mean to me? Mm-hmm. Because it could be a year and a half that I make the goal of something or that I decide to do a change. So, for me, it's more like the intention yeah. behind of what I want to change, which could be at any time. Yeah. And, like I said, I understand, like, the whole new year the whole like this day means something new for all of us yeah but at the same time like i'm just sitting back and trying to gather up like what changes i would like to make throughout the year um yeah slowly with intention right but yeah no i'm trying to just figure out what things really mean to me and how i can make the changes that will work uh, in its own time. Because I hate giving myself a time stamp, you know, because sometimes yeah. that's not realistic for me. Hmm. I don't know that it is super realistic for anyone. But I think people like to put guidelines yeah. on things because otherwise they feel like they're not accomplishing something hmm. in the quote-unquote right amount of time. But yeah. the thing is, is that, like, the right amount of time is different for everyone. I guess it also has to do with commitment because, like, for me, and like I said, sometimes I get really committed to something and then life happens. Uh-huh. And then I lose track of the commitment, you know, and goals and things like that. And that's when I get disappointed at myself. And then I almost just give up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm. I'm I don't want to keep feeling disappointed so I don't want to do that to myself anymore and that's something that like I'm realizing which is I guess part I guess you can call that theme <laughs> kind of thing do you think it's it, do you think it has to do with like setting like having like high expectations of yourself oh, yeah, for sure and that like perfectionism beast <laughs> yeah and control oh yeah because I you know I feel like with the way I grew up I was always fending, like, I was always fending for myself. So I was my best caretaker 
for yeah. myself. Um, and I was a child. So in right. reality, I didn't know what I was doing, but I thought I was the best I got because my mom wasn't around, you know, and things like that. So, yeah. you know, I was like, you're kind of like with people, but you're kind of like on your own. Right. So I kind of feel now sometimes, like even with my kids, like I'm the best they got. I can do everything. I can do everything. I can take care of them, you know, like nobody else can, you know, that kind of behavior. And I do that like it's part of like control issues I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But I do. I think that's part like when I lose the control or the commitment. Yeah. And I just. I lose. I lose everything almost for that, for what I'm doing. So do you think that like when you because like. We have that, like, I feel like the new year is, like, a very, like, arbitrary time to, like, start something new, mm-hmm. kind of. I think it's all the new I, like theme. It's, yeah. Like, it, it's, I mean, that's, that's like, a cultural thing. Like, mm-hmm. we have New Year's. There's New Year's resolutions. Like, they're called that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, every store puts their exercise equipment on sale and gym memberships are <laughs> discounted in January or whatever. There's, there's like, a cultural component to it. But I think, like, it sounds like to me, and you can mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, it sounds like to me that you're trying not to just be, like, mm-hmm. new year, new me. Exactly. Like, I'm going to, like, let this year happen as it happens yes. with the intention of mm-hmm. knowing that things are going to change. Yeah, like, something will happen. Being open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something will happen in its own time when I'm ready to work on it when I'm ready to make the the effort, you know, count to to, you know, be intentional. Yeah. Cuz I think that that's also the problem like a lot of the times when I tell myself, "Oh, I'm going to start eating healthy or I'm going to you know, take care of myself more in this kind of way or, you know, get this done." kind of thing. I push myself to sometimes do some things I don't want to do. Right. And, like, I think now, um, because maybe this is one thing that maybe this year, you know, again, it's a new star. It's a new thing. Like, this year, I think I'm going to dedicate to myself. I think that's really beautiful. I think that this year I'm going to get to know me better. And I don't have to start today or on the first, let's no. say, you know, of January. Like, I think that already started last year. Oh, for and sure. And this year I'm just going to continue to do better. So, like, I'm very nervous in a way. I will say that. You can kind of hear my breathing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't want to apologize. I think that's part of, like, being, like... That's part of being vulnerable, right? Yeah, like you're getting more comfortable with that. And, and I've been, that's new. That's something new. You yeah. Know? And I'm proud of you for that. But that doesn't like that mm. doesn't make it any easier no, <laughs> just because you not. like recognize it. But I think it's really good. And it's not. And then this is the difference. It's not that it's something that I don't want to do. I do want to do it. It's just scary to do. Yeah. And that's the difference. Right. And like this year. This year I'm doing things which started with my driving to Washington. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I, you know, accomplished this year. I'm going to try to, I don't want to say push myself, but to lead myself to do things that I'm afraid to do. Yeah. To be more of myself. 
to feel more comfortable in my own body, no matter what it looks like or feels like. For sure. You know, I, I, and it's not this year. I want this to be the every year. And I think, I think that is kind of what I have kind of done is like, like, like ever since to your yeah like puzzle. ever since I started like doing like the word focus thing I don't know what else I don't have like a catchy mm-hmm. thing to call it it's like my word of the year and that's lame I need a better thing for it but no I mean it's, um, it's a big like that's the thing you're finding out the meaning of that word right and it, what like for me you say focus and focus to us means Oh, like, just focus on that. Right. But, like, it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. And, like, each year that I've done it, like, I've really just built upon what I did the previous year. Like, starting with authenticity for me meant, like, how do I show up authentically? Because that, I think, is when I had had, um, I think I talked about it maybe in the last episode. I know I talked about it in the podcast at one point when I had said about how, um, the first time that my therapist had said that she was like, did you know that, like, did you realize that people pleasing is a form of emotional manipulation? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I don't like that at all. And I was super pissed at her. I remember at the, after that session mm-hmm. and I had like two weeks to stew about it. Mm-hmm. And that was still at the point where I was like, no, I'm going to be like, curious about it why am I getting so upset that like she's calling Mm -hmm. it that like why is it upsetting to me that it's manipulation and when I sat with it and I was like oh no wait like I am like trying to like control people's emotions and reactions to me by like do doing and saying what I think they want me to versus doing and saying what Mm -hmm. I actually want to um which makes you not be authentically yourself right So I really had to explore what authenticity meant to me because I realized that just being nice all the Mm -hmm. time wasn't necessarily like being authentic because there's a lot of when you're in a people pleasing mode, there's like a ton of room for resentment to Mm -hmm. build up because not everybody else is doing the same they're not reciprocating what you're yes. what you're doing. You're not doing what you're doing to get reciprocation. But after a while, the more you pour into other people and they don't give you anything back. Well, it's like you expect. It's like we always say we expect sometimes us out of other people. Right, and that's unrealistic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and so I would say like when when I sat with that and was like, how do I show up authentically? I don't even know that I necessarily. I don't know that I necessarily like all of this. Like I didn't all of a sudden like become my most authentic self. Like I had to really sit with it and be like, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about that? What do I feel about how I interacted in this situation? Did I show up how I wanted to or like did it? And it was a lot of like analyzing myself. It was a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you think about it, that's kind of like the good thing about your themes because it's like, learning new parts of yourself or that can be part of yourself right or i will say more learning more parts of yourself because that's who you want to be right so then it's like is this part of healing or you know like for me that's where i'm like right i think i'm I'm, i feel like maybe this is the part where i start to heal yeah and i think 
what will end up happening because I think in that way I think we're in the same place with that kind of stuff is like actually trying to like figure out what like what really Mm -hmm. matters Mm -hmm. to you and like how do you matter to yourself because Mm -hmm. like that's where you really have to start and I and I think um because if you don't matter to you what else matters really do you know what I mean like I like if you're not super kind to you how can you just like genuinely put that out there to other people you know what I mean something that like my therapist is talking to me about right now yeah like learning to love me first because sometimes I get lost in loving others that I don't know exactly who I am and what to accept or not accept from other people what do you mean when you say that you get like lost in loving other people? What do you because think, what does that mean to you? I only focus on loving them. Yeah. And pleasing, you know, other people before I please myself. Which like you said before, I'm not being my authentic self. Right. Because sometimes I'm just agreeing to be something for someone else. Or, you know, someone else for someone else. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, And I focus on being a certain person for other people. And that's not acceptable for me any, like, anymore. Like, yeah. I think there's a certain level of exhaustion that comes with um, people-pleasing, perfectionism. Like, I feel like all of those things kind of, like, fall together Uh um and I think it's really exhausting not being yourself Mm. and I I I just came from therapy to record (laughs) to record the podcast um but I was saying to my therapist I've I've said this a few times and I'll probably I'm not going to go into like extreme detail about it yet uh we'll go into detail about another time but we've had a very my family has had a very stressful year in a lot of ways, emotionally, um, financially, like it's just been, we've been stretched very thin (laughs) in a lot of ways. And I said to my therapist, I was like, I, I had this, this, um, I call them like my aha moments Mm. (laughs) or like this, like realization the other day that even though, we have had a very stressful time and, you know, we've had some, some low moments and I've had some low emotional moments that I still felt really content. And that was new (laughs) for me Um, because growing up, uh, there was a lot of stress and chaos and um, general whatever like it was just crazy (laughs) sometimes um and I never saw people have contentment during stress like everybody was always just amped Mm -hmm. like all of the time not that there weren't like legit things to be stressed about right but like it was just like next level all the time so meanwhile like we're going through these really stressful things and I'm like why am I still finding peace like why am I still smiling why am I still like enjoying 
these moments with my kids or this conversation with my friend or like this moment with my husband. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I like, I really did question that for me. And maybe like I say that and to other people, they're like, what do you mean? This has been normal for me this whole time. But for me, that wasn't. I didn't understand and I was really confused by that but so I was talking with her about that and I was like the fact that like I I knew conceptually that like feelings could like coexist with each other I I understood what that meant and like we've talked about that in a couple of episodes but like I really embraced that this year, <laughs> like with this, with this theme of peace. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I thought that that was, it, it was very eye opening for me to realize that like, Oh, like, no, it can. It can. Yeah. Those two things can coexist. Yes. Which, so like having that realization and like having that talk, I was like, wow, I feel really good mm-hmm. about going into this year with my theme of balance because not only do I have a bunch of projects that Mm -hmm. I, I want to work on and, and accomplish this year, but I also want balance in my, in my life and kind of like acceptance around that balance instead of being like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this is real. I can't believe. I feel like maybe that's all like the trauma of how we learn to cope with things and that we are relearning Oh, yeah. Thanks. And I, sure. that's the thing. In a way, that's you learning again. Yes. Of how to handle situations in different ways than when you were a child. Right. Um, I think that that's, that's, I think that that's the major thing. Yeah. We are relearning so much. Oh, for sure. And in reality, that's the theme of everything. <laughs> that's like the main that's caption. That's the theme of life. <laughs> relearning the behaviors that did just gave you that stress that like you can't think or function kind of feel yeah and I think like I think it's really this is like the the geeked out like therapist part Mm -hmm. of me that's like nerdy right now but I think it's really cool to see you in this place where you're Mm -hmm. at because I was there not that long ago Mm -hmm. and so like being like knowing what that felt like to be like holy shit like who am I like what do I want like if I separate myself from my past or you know like if I separate myself from like other people's expectations Mm -hmm. of me who am I and I think I really, like, um, for for lack of a better term, I feel like I had a little bit of, like, an identity crisis to be, yeah, like, for sure. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. So can I ask you this? Yeah. Um, did you feel like, I think I said this before in another podcast, but do you feel like because of that, you couldn't enjoy certain things? Because, again, I, myself feel like I have a problem sometimes enjoying situations or or things happening to me because I don't know if that's exactly what you want. Like, and it's not that I don't want it. It's just that I don't know. Right. Like, what I enjoy, what I really want, what I really want to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I never looked, never 
searched. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I think I I can identify with that, like when, especially when I started like focusing in on that. I think, uh, you know, at least from my perspective, that seems like a normal Mm -hmm. (laughs) response to me because you, because so much of your, when you are in this like control spot, and this people-pleasing spot and this perfectionist spot, you're really not doing much for you. It's for everybody else. It's for mm-hmm. it's it's for other people's um, perception of you, for their expectations of you. Like, it's not really truly for you. Um, and so, you know, I I think, like, <laughs> I, told, I, I told Mike, my husband, the other day that I liked when I was, like, going off on my – I'm very invested in how there are so many things that are like socially and culturally acceptable that don't make sense right now. And you said to me, Jackie, we don't live in the woods. Like we don't, (laughs) we don't live in the woods yet. Cause we joke about like living in the woods and like not having to deal with other people's (laughs) stuff all the time. But I, but I thought that that was funny, but it like reminds me that like, I'm in this very different place because once upon a time I wanted to be of the people with the people <laughs> like in their following, fitment, yeah. doing like following along, doing what was expected, um, meeting whatever, I don't know, like whatever mm-hmm. goals you were supposed to have, blah, blah, blah. And I don't feel that way anymore <laughs> um, about, a lot of things. <laughs> um, a lot of things that I used to really care about, I, I don't. Or I care about them in a different way. Perspective, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I think about that of, like, redefining myself. Like, I am a lot more comfortable with going against the green because it's what I believe in versus worrying about making other people uncomfortable well it's like standing up for something you really are passionate about it makes a ton of sense to me that you are trying like you're at this spot where I would imagine you feel a little bit lost kind of lost I'm nervous (laughs) I'm a wreck I'm nervous (laughs) lost confused sometimes frustrated because I allowed myself to get to this point but like then I think to myself like this is part of, like, you had no control. This right. is part of, maybe if you did, you didn't know better. You only know what you know, though. Exactly. Like, like I you feel don't like, know what you don't know. I feel like there were so many factors at the time, too, that, like, affected that. For um, sure. And pressures that I put on myself because of, like, cultural beliefs and things like that, like you said. Um, there was... A lot of uh, trauma from childhood that I definitely, definitely, um, throughout my adult life, or, you know, I could see some of that affecting me. Um, I'm, I'm terrified. I, like, even, like, talking about it, it makes me anxious. But I know it's, it's, it's working, and it's going to be done, even if it's going to be done, even if it's slowly but surely that kind of thing and it's gonna take time and effort and intention and all that I'm learning so much I feel like of myself and 
little by little, I realize, like, what needs to, I don't even want to say change, but just more come out to the light. Yeah. Um, Because I don't think it's changed. I think it's been within me. It's just she's not freed completely. No, for sure. If that makes sense. I want to thank you for being so vulnerable right now because I know how hard that is for you. And I'm really proud of you. (laughs) I'm really proud of you for being so vulnerable right now because I know that that is hard for you. And I know it's scary. And but maybe doing... that's part of change that's coming. Like it maybe is. that's the part of me it absolutely that is, is now, you know. Can like, confirm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you so afraid of? And that's the thing. I think fear is one of my biggest things. My biggest stops, like fear. For sure. Like, it's just every time, like ever since I was young, like, you know, getting the good grades. Don't you ever do that because it's bad and everyone's going to not like you or hate you. And you're going to disappoint people. People that don't even matter that much, to be honest with you. There's a ton of people's opinions that I have given far too much power to. Same. And and I love a lot of them. I really do love them. But in reality, it was me first. It should always be. Yeah. But at that time, I didn't know better. No. And because you're taught not to be. And again, referencing back because I just had therapy. That's mm-hmm. gonna go. <laughs> like we're fresh off of it. So like I was talking about how I have had to realize that there is a big difference between like s- what I view as selfishness and self-serving. Like there, there's a lot. Like there's a lot of stuff that is more self-care that looks selfish, but it's not self-serving. Like you're taking care Mm -hmm. of you um, regardless of what other people think you should be doing, shouldn't be doing, you know, whatever. And so like, I think that moving from that place of where it was made to feel selfish, if you were looking out for you, makes a hell of a lot of sense why it would be scary to move into this area of like who am I what do I want what do I like what do I care about like and and how is this going to feel to other people who are used to me checking all the boxes for them Mm -hmm. being everything they ever need to everyone else what does it look like when I start being that to me and I have less room to be that for everyone else? Can I tell you one of those changes that I'm having difficult, sure. difficulty with? I'm um, here for it. <laughs> being understood. Yes. Because now I feel misunderstood. Tell if me more about there's that. There's a disagreement. Even like when I feel hurt. Yeah. I expect people to like, no, you got to understand why I'm hurt. Yeah. You have to understand why. So you know how it feels. Why do you think that matters so much to you? Because I want them to feel what I feel when they hurt me. Yeah. But that's not. Right. Like, what's the reality of that? The reality is that they might understand one day, but it might not happen in the timeline that I have in my head. Right. Or at the time that I expect people to actually do it. Yeah. And that's something that I'm having such a hard time understanding myself. Yes. And that's another thing. How do I hold other people 
to this standard that I can't even understand. Right. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> no, it does. It <laughs> like, does. Because, like, there are a lot of things that are that are contradictory, but also at the same time, like, it makes sense why they exist together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that, like, it'll be a fight in my head or mm-hmm. with someone else's perspective of things. Right. I, I don't know necessarily what the balance is or what the actual uh fix or I don't know when I say fix but the work of that will be like yeah, later like on how it looks like yeah like what the end looks. peaceful end is yeah, to that yeah I'm learning to have more of like of a mental connection with people yeah because I feel like that's such an important thing for me now for like, sure I 150 percent agree with that like I just don't want to have empty conversations anymore which kind of goes with somewhat of what you were saying with intention yes um i guess that might be my theme word intention (laughs) for me um to be honest i just i want to do everything with a purpose and not not everything i'm not saying like every day i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna do this for this some (laughs) days it's just i'm exhausted and no some days I'll just relax and just be myself, it, you know. I think that there's there like there's purpose in, in yeah, that though still too. Yeah. And and there's intention behind that because we live I'll try not to get too much on a soapbox with this, but we live in a very productivity oriented society. Mhm. And it's push, 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 get the next thing done, the next thing done, the next thing done. What have you accomplished? What have you accomplished? What have you accomplished? And we do not put a priority on rest. I have eliminated the word lazy from my Mm -hmm. vocabulary. I don't think it exists. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you're tired. There's a reason why you're unmotivated. There's a reason why. It's not because you're lazy. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. There's something behind it. I'm very, I am very much a word person. (laughs) Words mean a lot to me. Semantics mean a lot to me. So I will use words that I think fit best, and I think it drives people nuts sometimes, but there are a lot of intentions behind them, and so, like, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, Yeah, so, like, I've eliminated that word lazy from, you know, my personal vocabulary, and I've tried to, like, encourage my family not to use that word as well because I think, like, there are reasons why Mm -hmm. you can be unmotivated there are reasons why you might need to rest there are reasons why you might not want to do something <laughs> like, i'll be honest and, we'll probably get on people's nerves with like deeper meaning of things because i feel for like sure. for us now everything's <laughs> like there's a deeper thing there's a deeper something to that i just yeah, we probably are gonna drive people that's it's okay like i that's part of that's part of my stuff though now is that i'm like I don't know, like what you were saying about how you just kind of like want like the deeper meaning of things, like the deeper connection, like you want to talk about like that kind of stuff. Like that's kind Mm -hmm. of like I've I've said that before, I think, too. Like Mm -hmm. I just don't want surface Mm -hmm. because surface, I think, has turned into meaning not much at all to me but it's like a waste of time almost it feels like a waste of time i don't know that i'll always feel that no no yeah i don't that's what i was gonna say um and i think that there is like a place for it because like in a in a boundary setting wise like i'm not gonna get super intimate with like someone i just met 
mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. So, <laughs> because I'm going to have like a healthy boundary with that. But like, I, I feel like that's why like I have poured more into a couple of close relationships versus like being worried about being close friends with like a bunch of people because I just feel like my energy wants to be deep right now so if other people aren't in that space I don't hold that against them for not being in that space however in order for me to feel like an intimate emotional connection with other people right now I need to be able to go there and so like if someone else is not ready to go there cool like that's fine like I'll respect that because I can understand not wanting to however that's as deep as our relationship is going to go because what I need right now is to have conversations like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like and and because it feels like it means something because I think so much of my life lacked deeper meaning I feel like it's part of growth I feel like sometimes like People can either, like, work through stuff or just feel stuck for a long time. Yes. I think the sad part, like, the sad realization for me is that not everybody will decide that growth is something that they want or need. And I think that that's also part, like, for me, because we might have the different yeah. opinions in this, but um, for me is acknowledge part of the growth that I have is acknowledging that yes that will be part of my life now and that I can accept that yeah but I also have to let myself know like boundaries with people yeah you know if we're not in the same like step in life yeah uh, you know what I mean on the same path um, it might not be, I might not be as healthy for them or they might not be as healthy for me mentally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I mean when like boundaries. For sure. Um, because sometimes I might get frustrated at someone who's still struggling, you know, where I was before. And, you know, that's when I have to push or pull myself back. Yeah. And realize, you know, how would I have felt? And how much can I help with? Right. Like, that's part of that's part of true empathy, mm-hmm. too. Like, I don't think it's necessarily... I I don't think it comes from a bad mm-hmm. place. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, I think the intention behind, like, wanting something different for people is good. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that, like, you pointed it, it out, you have to have that element of understanding also and then compassion for where somebody's at and then on top of that to say okay I can respect where you're at not that you need to like verbalize Mm -hmm. this to someone but like that in your head when you're like going over whatever this relationship is in your head and you say I can respect where you're at Mm -hmm. because I know where I've been at before I know where I've grown and where maybe you know there's there's not some realization here or whatever Mm -hmm. and what I need right now is this. And so I'm going to respect where you're at and I'm going to realize how far I can go Mm -hmm. with you. And then I'm 
I'm also going to make sure that I'm getting what I need elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's another thing I think um, I'm I'm having a hard time with, again, with the changes in my life. Yeah. Is, you know, going through an experience I just went through and other people going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would sacrifice everything in me to comf- like how do you say comfort them yeah. to comfort them and but me like have this trauma like come back to me like you, you know PTSD triggered, yeah trigger yeah and and I will cry you know after or you know try to console them when I was feeling a certain way and and even though it broke my heart so much I had to realize that I needed to set boundaries, not for them, but for myself. Right. To not go too far for me to handle. Um, and I'm very proud of myself for that because I did follow through. Yes. And and I, like I said, as much as it broke my heart to not be there, giving it 150%, like I, they still felt loved, I'm sure. And, and and it didn't change much, but, and they still knew that I was there. Yeah. But it sucks that, like, at one point, I thought that I would hurt somebody else's feelings, so I put myself through the hurt. Yeah. You know? And now like that's... Like, in spite of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a painful memory now. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, I think... Like you were saying earlier, that's that's part of the growth process is realizing that people who you can have a genuine relationship with will respect the boundaries that you set. Agree. So like you don't necessarily, you shouldn't, I'm not even, not necessarily, you should not have to give all of yourself plus some to someone in order for them to like, respect you as a person <laughs> like and the the sad part is that i thought that yes they never asked me for more right i gave more right and that's where i'm relearning things which I, which has a lot to do yes. with like what you've said like before about like mm-hmm. wanting to be kept like mm-hmm. that like making sure that people value you so like yeah people don't have to ask for it you just give it and and i think that that's part of people pleasing people aren't coming up to you and mm-hmm. saying like hey i need x y and z from you it's mm-hmm. you making sure that you're like fulfilling all of these needs that aren't necessarily your responsibility to fulfill mm-hmm. i think is what it is and when you realize that like hold on a second i don't have to be the Mm -hmm. everything to everyone especially when I'm not even being enough of what I need to myself and then finding the balance in that like there's something to be said for that and I think it's really really hard and I think Mm -hmm. it's scary because I think the scary part is especially like with like the words that you've used about like wanting to be kept what happens if they don't keep you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and I think that that's the part of like navigating like these intentional authentic relationships is like well if I have to give 150 percent of myself in order for you to want to keep me around Mm -hmm. 
and you don't respect the fact that I will also need to take care of myself. And now you're like, you know what? I don't really want to. I'm not into that anymore. You kind of got to go reevaluate what that actually means to you, mm-hmm. what you actually mean to that person. And then is that what you want? Yeah. Because. I mean, I feel like that's not. part of the growth. Yeah. <laughs> like not accepting that. Right. Like for yourself. Right. And and that's where I say like it's not going to be just rainbows and butterflies. No. Which is my kind of world preferred. Really? But um, it's not going to be like rainbows, sprinkles and butterflies. Like no. it's just there is going to be times where I will struggle and I'm aware of that. Yeah. Before when I would do some kind of resolution, I never thought about the downfalls that I could have, which I think is why goals never stuck. Because I only thought about every day I'm going to do this the way I think about it. Right. You know, and I and I think that that's it's kind of like how I imagined life when I was like a teenager. Like, I'm going to leave my mom's house and I'm going to do this and do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That's not like you don't write a play and it just happens. <laughs> like, no, right. life like it, throws so many, like it throws so many curves at you. Well, and I think that, like that's the thing is that we have some kind of like picture in our head of like what we think things should be, what we thought they should be, whatever. And then they turn out differently like that. And it kind of, if you aren't in a flexible place in your own mind, Mm -hmm. then when things go up against like kind of like the safety that you're looking for, it's going to like disrupt your whole world. Where's change? (laughs) Huh? It's change. Yeah. Change is so hard. Yes. It's (laughs) gross. The older I get, I'm like, this is different than what I thought. Like, I'm Well, I like, I would even say, like, I think that there was like a part of me that someday I would just feel grown up. (laughs) Like, I would feel like, oh, yep, you're an adult. But like, now I'm like, I'm 34 and I'm like, is this what a 34 year old feels like? I don't know. But then, you know, like I, I, I talked to my aunt and I have said to her before, like, you know, like I, I think like the age part, like you just get older, but you feel like the same, like you feel the same the whole time. It's just that your body has gotten older and you are technically older in age. But she says that, I mean, she's 62 and she's like, I don't feel like I don't feel 62 I feel like I'm maybe in my 40s and I'm like I'm 34 and I feel like I'm still 24 like I like it's very it's just it's just odd so like uh, to that point of like saying like you know I feel like as like you wonder like when do you have it all figured out I don't Mm -hmm. think you do I think that's a misconception you know what I feel like (laughs) The way I see it in my head is just like sometimes people exercise their bodies. Yeah. It's like you have to exercise your mind as oh, well. absolutely. Like, and for me, it's like, you know, I didn't exercise much when I was younger. My brain. My body, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like my brain, you know, like I didn't do the work because I didn't know, right. you know, of healing, you know, to have a healthy life 
selfish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say. To have kind of like a healthier life than I do now. Yeah. Um, mentally, like there was none of that. And like I'm realizing that now as I go through life. I think for me now, I do have the issue where I do put timelines in life. Only because, you know how like sometimes you think about, oh, like one day I'll retire and then I'll live life. Yeah. And then you think about like some people don't even get to live that life. Like they retire and, you know. I know. I, yeah, I get very stuck in that. <laughs> but then my thing is, it's like, it, it's kind of like how I feel now. Like, I don't want to think, oh, by the time I'm 60 is when I'll be like mentally ready to do things or do that. Like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not that I'm putting, like, a, a stop to my life yeah. when I'm older, but I also, I will get older. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I want to get things done. They don't have to be done tomorrow. Right. But, they like, I do want to have them done to live better and better well, that's as what, like, I go. I, like, I kind of look at it as, like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily put, like, these, like, firm dates of mm-hmm. like when I have to have something accomplished by or whatever. I mean, there. I mean, there are some like habit setting mm-hmm. things that I've done where I've been like a little bit more strict. But like, as far as it goes with like growth and learning and relationships and and just kind of navigating like what life means to me, all that other kind of stuff. I don't. I don't put expectations on that because I I feel like it's easier to let that happen naturally. And and to, like, be curious about it and see how it grows, whatever. I want to enjoy the time that, mm-hmm. that I have, though. Um, and, and I get very stuck on that. Both of my parents passed away at the age of 51. Mm-hmm. My mom in 2015 and then my dad in 2017. And so there is a part of, you know, like, my PTSD stuff that is like all right you're mm-hmm. on a timeline or whatever and um which like I know is not but like you 100%. are but you're not but you're like you are but you're not and so like I have like I have a weird feeling about it sometimes which is like part of my PTSD stuff but like I so I very much am like I want whatever time that I do have I don't know how long that is mm-hmm. whatever time that I do have I want it to be spent intentionally and I want to have contentment. And I think that was that's one of the hardest parts of me going back to work has been. And like because I, I had like a couple people were like, you know, congratulations on your job. And like, uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes we have to work and whatever. And I was like, I don't necessarily <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, one, I don't really feel like it's, like, congratulatory. Like, it's very, um, like, it's kind of a, ne- a necessity. Things are expensive. I need money to pay yeah. bills. And I think so that like I they, they see it differently, but, but yeah. But my. They're in a different place. Right. Because my, my actual issue is not with working, though I, you know, wish that I lived in a world where I could, you know, trade eggs for whatever she I needed. to live in the woods. I want to live in the woods. But. <laughs> Um, until I can make that happen, I know that I have to be a part of society. And so I'll try and make it better while I'm, you know, here and not in the woods. Um, but like, 
the 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 working and the the doing that is not the big deal to me. The big deal to me is the time. The the time that I mostly like the time that I'm going to miss with my my youngest. That's that's been the hardest transition for me is because like I won't get that time back. Um so what I lose is what I lose now being filled with something else that isn't necessarily quite as fulfilling for me, even though it's, it's necessary. So like, and in that way, I'm like, I wish I could like make it understood that Mm -hmm. like, it's not that I like need to like sit and eat bonbons all day. It's that I need to like, I, I, I really value the time that I have and want it spent in a quality way. And it's a little bit, it's frustrating when it goes up against that I have to like do something that I don't really want to do mm-hmm. in order to like make ends meet. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I feel like we all had that. Like when you become a parent, you do have that guilt. Right. Um, even as like they as they get older, you know, still happens. But Yeah. I think that that's, that's the big thing with like the whole age thing. It's like, it's almost like, I don't want to like obsess over the like what I shouldn't be doing. Right. Or should be doing. Like, but I want to live authentically and I want to live intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I mean. Like, I don't mean like I have to travel to like 50 countries. Like, I wish, but like, no. I would. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I could, I would. But no, that's not what I mean. Like, yes, of course, that's, you know, some of the goals in between. But like, that life is actually meaningful. And I'm not just living. Like, I'm actually like living, living, if that makes sense. Yeah. The like, New you're York not just me. like living, living. Checking boxes that like you think you need to check in. Or, because, because I think, I think what it comes down to is that. We have this, um, like, expectation of what happiness is mm-hmm. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And for me, and people can disagree with this, I have been more focused on contentment than mm-hmm. happiness because I feel like you have, like, these, like, moments of, like, happiness and joy. Like, absolutely, you know, you, you belly laugh with people, you know, you have, you know, you have funny moments, you have just really like relaxing moments, whatever. But I think that contentment is mm. like the, my, that's what I want my baseline like to peace. be. Yeah. Like that, the peace, that contentment, like that's what I'm looking mm. for. I'm not really looking for like happiness, if that makes sense. Well, like the perfection that you thought yeah. happiness was. Like, I think there, it doesn't have to all, because what if contentment is your happiness? Right. Like that. that you know might, what I mean? Yeah, like what like is the actual definition definition of happiness to us? Right. It's the, the thing. Right. Like if that makes sense. Because happiness to you doesn't mean happiness to me. Right. And I think that for a long time we kind of were thinking that the storybooks and the movies and things like that and the, you know, there was like a certain saw, like high standard. Yeah. That I like, had to, yeah. Yeah. And then we like realized like that's not everyone's life. Right. And then, you know, it's not what might make me happy. Right. Kind of thing. Well, and I, I think the, the, the other side to that is if you're focused on what will eventually make you happy, if I end up, if I do this, I will feel happy. Mm-hmm. If I achieve this, I will feel happy. 
I, uh, what happens when you get there? And I've done that before where, like, <laughs> I set these goals for myself and then I get there and I'm like, so why now? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean with, like, living with intention. Yeah. Like, yeah, or, like, I did this schooling and I got there and I finished. Right. But what were your intentions of getting that done to get where and then to feel what? To, like, it's so much more than just a word. I will say that since I have focused on intentionality and authenticity, I will say that, like those two things come to the forefront with what I'm thinking about right now that I've had goals mm -hmm. in the past mm -hmm. that I thought I needed to meet mm -hmm. in a certain time period. Yes. And I think that I put a ton of pressure on myself yes. to achieve those things. And it's interesting to me now with a couple of things that, you know, I'm I'm thinking about working on this year that I feel much calmer with the mm -hmm. decisions that I'm making in regards to those things. Mm -hmm. um, because there are a couple of things that I was like, do I want to do that? I don't know if mm -hmm. I want to do that. Do, like, what's the point of doing that? I'm not sure. But then I like sit, I've sat with things and been curious and like not made um, – I'm a very impulsive, well, I'm not anymore, but I've been a very impulsive decision mm -hmm. maker in the past to be like, I should be doing this, so I'm going to do it. And then I bite off more than I can chew, and then I don't, that's it's like part of my balance solutions. thing this year. <laughs> yeah. um, and, then, and then I don't do it, or I don't do well, or I don't have like the time to dedicate to something that I thought I would or whatever you um, disappoint yourself. And then I disappoint myself and then I shame and guilt and blah, and then it's mm -hmm. gross. Um, but like now I'm looking at things and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I might, I think I might actually have space for that. And there is a hell of a lot of difference between feeling like you have space for something mm -hmm. to do it and feeling like you have to do it. Well, I think you go at your own pace. Right. Which is like a big thing. Yes. Especially coming from, like, a place where, like, I've put so much pressure on myself in the past. I think we're all guilty of that, though. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, again, part of growth. Right. So, I have a question that I did not ask you before this. Mm. So, I'm going to blindside you with it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, because I think it might be interesting mm -hmm. if we do this for each other. Mm -hmm. If you could set an intention for me this year or like a hope for me this year, mm. what would it be? I have one, but I don't know if you want me to say it to the people. Can you say it generically? <laughs> I don't know if I can. Try it and then we'll see it. And then if I, I just want you to, I would like for you there's a goal that you have. Yes. That I would like for you to pursue. Yes. And give yourself the time. Yes. To <laughs> accomplish. Because you're so close. I am very close. And I, I feel close. like you're already there. I... You just need that one piece. I do. And that's that's it. We're on the same page. Because I, I believe in you. 
you know, you know. <laughs> yes because like you're already there because it would open a lot of doors not just that i think it will give you well yes it will give you that step mm-hmm. to do bigger and greater things Yeah, that's it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I agree with it. I I appreciate well, one, I appreciate you not divulging exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm trying. Um and two, I agree with you. I think like it's some it's it's something that I've been dancing around for a while. A Thought while. about it. <laughs> and then I'll be like, nah. And then I'll come up with a, like a million excuses why no. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I am in a place now where I'm like, yeah, no, I think I, think I could do that. But I think that that was part of going through everything you went through to get I think to that place. If I wouldn't have taken the time that I did, spending all of the time that I have, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be thinking about that. Um, <laughs> so... Yes. Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to like I I don't want to put a ton of pressure on myself no, because, because I you shouldn't pressure. give yourself a timeline. Um, but I'm not going to give myself a timeline. I'm not going to bite off more than I can chew at exactly. one time. And however long it takes is how long it takes. Well, like give yourself your time, like yeah. whenever you have it. Yes. So the intention that I would set for you here <laughs> If I could, well, be, it would be that, and and I mean, you kind of already said it, mm-hmm. but I have thought it too, is that I would love to see you mm-hmm. love yourself mm-hmm. where you're at. You am my therapist. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think that's, again, here I am getting nervous again, just thinking about it. I know. Um. I've never been selfish in that kind of way, and I don't want to say selfish. But that's just the word that it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that it yeah. sounds like to me. Right. I've never self-focused. Yeah, I've never been self-focused. That sounds more gentle. I've never done that. I, there's some kind of guilt I feel when I do it. Yes. I don't know exactly where it fully comes from, and there's a lot to dissect and figure out but it will uh, uh, it will get done even if it takes years it will get done can i tell you something else that i talked about in therapy today that i think your therapy is my therapy all of our therapy is each other's therapy that's probably unhealthy i don't know (laughs) Um, i think our therapist might not be okay with it so i i told my therapist which i did not tell you this yet surprisingly um what i i won a $500 gift card for groceries from my dentist mm-hmm. <laughs> yesterday. Exactly. And I was, There's, yeah. What? It's a good thing you're bringing that up. Go ahead. Okay. I So I was very, very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the grocery store with Grayson, my youngest, last night. And I... Like, I, it felt kind of nice because, like, we've been on a tighter-than-tight budget where, like, I haven't really, like, spent mm. 
anything actually. It's on the needs, not the <laughs> it, wants. It, was, yeah. it was very much needs and not wants. And it felt really nice to like splurge a little bit. And when I say spl- my definition of splurge <laughs> and the Might average the person's <laughs> definition of splurge are very different because I still shopped in the reduced section <laughs> in order to like stretch it out. And I still have quite a bit left on, on my gift card <laughs> um, with a whole cart full of stuff and coupons. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I had this moment where... Well, one, I like cried in the store (laughs) a little bit, which was fine. That's different. But I had this moment where I told my therapist, I was like, I was like checking out and I had like paid for my groceries after like, like, you know, I told great, I was like, you can get whatever you want. You can get whatever snacks you want for your brother, whatever. Like we, you know, on a little bit of a shopping spree. And I had this moment where I was like, I should give this to someone else. And I had to sit, I had to really sit with that Mm -hmm. for a minute because one, I knew my husband would have not that he's not a kind person, but he would have (laughs) been not happy if I had given what was left over to other people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, but I feel like because something good happened to me, I need to, do something good for someone else Mm -hmm. and my therapist said to me she was like that's interesting and I was like is it (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I knew she was about to like challenge my Mm -hmm. thinking and I was like so I didn't do it but I felt really gross not doing it like I felt really bad that like I didn't pay for the person's groceries behind me because I had enough money to Mm -hmm. and she was like so be curious about that for a minute. And I was like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, it's probably because mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to like, like if something good happens to mm-hmm. me, people like to make me feel guilty for it. My, like my, my family made me feel very guilty. Like if I, like if I did something good for myself, you know, like your whatever, parents? Like my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you know if i went on a trip or something oh must be nice or like if i did something because nice for myself oh yeah for like themselves. they didn't do it so it was a lot of like jealousy i think and projection <laughs> stuff hmm. and so i was like oh and she's like you didn't need to like nobody needed you to she's like that's very sweet that you thought about like giving it to someone else mm-hmm. that's very kind you don't need to do that. You don't like just because something good happens to you doesn't mean that you need to give it to someone else. Be- She's like, because I would wonder how deserving you feel of something good happening to you. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and so so I share that with you because I feel like that's kind of my entire life. What you're saying. No, like literally, <laughs> I think. I'll be honest, I love my mom so much, but I feel like growing up poor, that's something that she never got out of. For instance, she rather not have certain things in life yeah, or any time of fun. Right. Because she feels guilty that somebody else is going through it somewhere right. else. So she always just trying to be the savior for everyone. That's something that she have taught, you know, and and have like we have learned from her 
then that's when I say to you that I feel guilty living happy moments or I don't right. know what's an authentic moment because I don't feel like I should be doing that. Yes. If that makes sense. It makes perfect sense because that's and that, exactly what I should. And not just in that like perspective, like even us going to Washington, for instance. Yeah. I've been a mom for so long and that's all I've done. So stepping away for the first time away from my children, you know, and my partner and my house and my puppy, <laughs> like in living life, not connected to them physically. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know how to enjoy myself anymore. Right. Like, even though we have fun, I was we sitting did, there yeah. like, should I like really, I've never done this. What is, is this, a, is this how it feels? Am right. I, like, what am I feeling? Right. Like, you know, like all that. Like, Which is why the next time we go away, we're going to go away for two nights. <laughs> I'll see if I'll make it. <laughs> but no, like, you know, it, it's something that I've gotten used to. Like, same thing. Like, if I was to get a gift card, like, you know, I would probably be thinking the same thing, you know? Yeah. And then I like I had to like tell myself, like, you're not like a bad person because you're not giving to someone else right now like mm -hmm. you don't have to give all the time and you don't have to give what you have mm -hmm. um and that was that was really hard and I feel awkward talking about it now because I was still like that was like a bit of a realization for me in therapy but I I I share that because I think you know I thought you would be able to no, like <laughs> to, I look. to relate to that like it makes I feel like it makes it make more sense when you realize like Oh wait, that's like deep seated stuff of like not feeling comfortable with like something good happening to you without you pouring it out. Yeah. And that's not to say that like I'm yeah. not gonna do something nice, nice. for yeah, somebody. No, no, I just, just didn't, don't have to do that. All I didn't the time. need to do it right then. Mm -hmm. I needed to just enjoy that moment. Yes. Of yourself. winning it and enjoying it for myself and not mm -hmm. feeling the need to like push it onto a stranger. I'm going to give you the best example. And yeah. I'm sorry, mom. But like, for instance, my mother, she has worked so hard through her whole life, been through so much. Yeah. And she's always helping people, always helping people. And I tell her, hey, when you take a trip back to the Dominican Republic, go to a resort and enjoy life by the beach. Sitting right. on a virgin mar <laughs> margarita or pina colada, you know? Right. And it's always the No. I could use that money for to help someone else. Right. And, you know, like, I love that about her. But at the same time, why should she feel guilty for sitting by the beach to relax? Because uh, I think we get it as my wheels are turning and I'm thinking mm -hmm. about this for myself and then thinking about it for, like, what it looks like for other people, too. Mm -hmm. I think it feels like it, you... If you are enjoying something for mm -hmm. you, it means you don't care about other people. Yes. And I think somehow, and maybe that's part of my my um, focus for balance this year, is mm -hmm. like you have to realize that like 
just because you do something for yourself Mm -hmm. or just because you enjoy something for yourself does Mm -hmm. not mean that you can't later do it. You don't, but they don't have to simultaneously happen. Those things can coexist too. Like you can demonstrate kindness and generosity. We'll start with yourself. But you can, yes. 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 Yep. Yep. Those are the hard lessons we (laughs) learn, everyone. But I, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that, that was the, the, the other, the other side of my gift card story was that like part of the reason why I like started getting teary was I was like, what if this year was good? Like, what if this year was not Mm -hmm. extremely emotionally draining? Like, what if I... What if it was? What and if you gave that to yourself? I know. And I, you know, I, part of like CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, because if I use an acronym and nobody <laughs> knows what it means, but that's what it is, um, like, is like this like sense of foreboding that like something bad's always going to happen. If you do and accept that. Like if you if you do like if I say this year is gonna be good, then there's also part of me that's like, Yeah, until the bad thing happens. Yeah. Like it's like, gonna be great until it all falls apart. Like it's all it's very like It's like you it's disappoint yourself before yeah. the disappointment actually um, even happens. And normally for me, when that happens, I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get myself like too hyped up person. about this because I that doesn't happen to me. That I don't. I don't even know if I go there, but I'm just like no. Like I'm not gonna get my hopes up because if I get my hopes up, my I'll be crushed. So like mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna bother. I'm gonna and I stay my I stay in this very mm-hmm. like neutral place when it comes mm-hmm. to like hope and excitement and and whatever um a different place than contentment Mm -hmm. um and so there was part of me that was like no wait a second like hold hold that thought like because you've been through some stressful shit before and you just talked about how you found contentment mm-hmm. even though you experienced a lot of like emotionally draining things so what does that look like if you even if something hard does happen this year what if you still have peace what if you still what if this is still your year even if something hard mm-hmm. happens and i was like oh wait a second here we go with that coexisting thing again mm-hmm. <laughs> like even if something hard happens, I will be okay. Like, mm-hmm. I will figure out how to get through it. And I don't need to live my life being like, uh, yeah, but something bad's going to happen. Because also something's good's going to happen, too. Like, mm-hmm. why can't both of those things? Life's not always going to be easy, but life's not always got to be super stressful either. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, there's people out there having good things happen to them and and they're okay you know like right. yeah I mean, they might have hard times right but it's the same thing like right that we're doing you know so yeah so i think you, you know take i take it easier say, on yourselves oh yeah and i think that that is that's why i think for me that balance is going to really be a good focus for me mm-hmm. this year to see how see what that looks like see how that plays out and just really like 
pay close attention to it yeah and what that looks like and in relation to all of the other words that I've already focused on making sure that balance stays intact with my authenticity and my intentional and my intentionality and rest and peace and like making all of those things coexist together yeah letting them all exist together I think that for mine is going to be intention. Yeah. And see how that plays out. (laughs) And like in my life. I think it's going to be hard. Oh, for sure. I think I also, you know, for the sake of, I I use really flowery language sometimes, but like I think it's going to be really beautiful though too. Yeah. Because I think that intention will take me to authenticity yeah it's like doing two things at once almost yeah um and a lot more but i think that that's another part of this podcast that will be positive for us yeah to see where our growth will be and you know where we will be a year from now or maybe more yeah you know so i think like I, like, as we, like, start to wrap up, what is this episode? This is episode five. We're already on episode five um, of the podcast and our first episode for the new year. Like, I would just really encourage people to be kind to themselves, setting goals and intentions and things for this year. I posted some really good journaling prompts in I think on Sunday in the Facebook group and on our Instagram um, about like that kind of that we're really like all encompassing for like setting intentions for this year Um, if the idea of like setting an intention word sounds good to you I would definitely encourage that you do it and think of it in a very like all-encompassing way how it shows up for you how it shows up for other people how it shows up in life in general um and and being really curious about that and and kind of like you don't necessarily need to keep it at the forefront but you just kind of keep it in the back of your mind Mm -hmm. and be like huh interesting and because I think you notice so many things um and if that doesn't sound good to you please don't feel like you have to do it (laughs) it's just an Mm -hmm. idea and it's been really rewarding for me and I that's why I share it with other people. Yeah, I think, I mean, I agree. Be kind to yourself. Like, be kind to others, but remember that you got to be kind to yourself first. Yeah. It's the biggest lesson, I think. For sure. And to stay curious yes. about why you feel the way that you do and what brings up different things in you because you have a lot to learn mm-hmm. from yourself. Keep on learning. For sure. But thank you guys so much for joining us again in the new year. And um, we are we are a week behind on our release because the holidays just threw a wrench into things. But um, we'll be back on schedule with doing biweekly releases. Um, and yeah, I hope that uh, I so my new thing is like not saying like happy mm-hmm. holidays or whatever. I wish you a very gentle 
new year. Yes. I, and I hope it's filled with a lot of peace. Yes, definitely. I hope that we can all get to work on ourselves to better ourselves, not for other people, but for us. And again, be kind to others, but be kind to yourself first. And I thank you all for listening. I appreciate all your support. Absolutely. I'm very, very thankful. And we'll see you next time. Bye.